Hi, I'm Beverly Price with Her Self-Expression Divorce. I'm a divorce and empowerment coach who guides women like you through every stage of the divorce process, from contemplating the divorce, beginning the divorce, experiencing the process, finalizing the divorce, and recovery afterwards. I'll help you think through the many decisions you will be asked to make. You will feel brave, prepared, confident, and articulate in expressing what matters without being hijacked by your emotion. I am on a mission to empower divorced women to feel confident, worthy, intelligent, capable, strong, and beautiful, stepping into their own power, using their authentic voice, and then moving on to the best chapter of their lives in less time and with less pain than it took me in my divorce. Don't let divorce be a death sentence, but rather use it as a springboard to an amazing and fulfilling new life. I've prepared this episode just for you. I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome, everyone. I'm so glad you're here with me. I'm Beverly Price, Divorce and Empowerment Coach. I've helped hundreds of women on their journey through divorce and onward. If you'd like to talk with me, you can go to HerSelfExpression.com and click on the button at the top of the homepage to schedule a divorce breakthrough session. I'm also the host of this podcast, Her Self-Expression Divorce. Research shows that four out of every five women struggle with their self-image and self-confidence. This is terrible, but it's so much worse for women going through divorce or after. Her self-expression provides knowledge, support, and insight to help you on your journey to self-empowerment on the inside and out so that you can live an authentic, powerful, and thriving life. I'm going to talk to you about divorce mindset and how mindset can make or break the divorce experience. In this episode, I use made-up examples of common situations to protect clients' confidentiality. But to start, as I always do, I have these questions for you to reflect on. Is your divorce contentious and full of anger? Has this driven up the cost of attorneys and the overall divorce? Can you empathize with your spouse? Do you have the ability to compromise? Well, there is no such thing as winning in divorce but there are certain things that can be done to reduce its negative impact. One of those is mindset. How can you develop the right mindset in divorce to increase the odds of a successful outcome? It takes courage to succeed in just about anything worthwhile. The courage to persevere, the courage to overcome, and the courage to not lose faith in your dreams, in the face of life's inevitable setbacks. A tremendous amount of courage is required to venture forth from ground zero after a failed marriage. There is a small but significant characteristic in people who are able to refocus, hit their stride, and reach new heights versus those who dwell on the past. This is the differentiator, positive versus negative mindsets. Another way to think about it is where divorcees go wrong. 
Positive and negative mindsets are basically an approach toward life. When ignored long enough, emotions can produce serious physical symptoms in order to be heard. Our buried emotions have a direct impact on how we feel in general and on our overall health, which is why it's so important to move through each stage and ultimately into acceptance and peace. There are many instances in which divorcees go wrong and 10 common emotional phases that each one deals with in one form or the other. Some move rather quickly through each stage, while others get stuck in one stage for months or even years. These are what I believe to be the dominant emotional stages of divorce. And these are the stages that I went through. Frustration, anger, is any of this sounding familiar? Resentment, denial, sadness, revenge, bitterness, resignation, acceptance, and peace. And here's a quote that I love. Unexpressed emotions will never die. They are buried and will come forth later in uglier ways. And who better to say this than Sigmund Freud? How about if someone's stuck in resentment? Here's an example. A client recently started her third attempted mediation. She had already fired and replaced three attorneys and was on her fourth. Unfortunately, it soon became clear that no matter what scenario was created for her, she was not going to be able to advance into acceptance and ultimately peace. She was stuck in resentment. She was closed off to negotiations or to any discussion of settlement proposals. She was stuck in all her negative emotions. She thought she had power, but was really being controlled by her negative feelings. She had no power. In her mind, she was right, and her way was the only way. There was no way for a congenial spirit on her part. And as you might have guessed, the experts attempted to reach an agreement, but she refused. The cost to her for one day alone was in the range of $7,000 when adding up the fees for a mediator, attorney, and financial professionals, and not including her coaching fees. Her husband also had a similar expense for the day. I shake my head when I learned that this was their third attempt at mediation. Once negative emotion is counteracted by positive feelings, here's the interesting part. The pain subsides and goes away on his own. So there's no such thing as winning in divorce, and a lot of people need to come to accept that. Yet, there are most definitely successful outcomes as compared to a large majority of cases in which divorces fail miserably through the process. Here's another example that I've seen, being stalled in bitterness. Another case illustrates how stalling in the bitterness stage can cause serious financial mistakes prolonged divorces months or even years longer than necessary, and wreak havoc on emotional and physical health. After 24 months of legal exchanges and two mediation attempts, 
a wife and her attorney finally stipulated to the separate property. By getting hung up in the bitterness phase, the wife needlessly ran up $40,000 legal bill for herself. Her main priority was to keep the home, and I've heard a lot of people want to do that. She would need to refinance both mortgages into a new, even larger mortgages to pull enough equity out to pay off the separate property value. Ugh, refinance. And you don't know what the market's like at that time. It could be good. It could be bad. She was going to have to go back to work in order to make ends meet since the husband had now retired and didn't have a reliable income stream in order to produce the alimony she was seeking. Additionally, she would be sacrificing crucial retirement assets in exchange for keeping the home. No matter how you slice it, she couldn't afford the home, especially with the higher payment required from the refinance. Yet she has refused to see this side of the coin, and with the help of her high-conflict attorney, she will not budge from that shallow thinking. Tragically, the wife developed fibromyalgia during this process and is suffering from severe and unexplained physical pain. Can you see a negative mindset could dramatically escalate the cost of divorce, leaving less for you after it's finished? Well, here's an important tip, and I call it restraint of tongue and pen. Here's a tool that I recommend that can dramatically help you walk through your divorce more calmly is by watching what you say and write. One negative outburst can affect years of relationships, complicate divorces, harm children, and be a detriment to other relationships. Depending on what it is, it could also affect the outcome of your divorce. Resist the urge to talk negatively to and about your husband or ex. This can save you much heartache and money and also create less damage to your children or your family. Silence can have a more significant and positive impact than some ill-conceived chatter that is hasty, unclear, filled with resentment, or laced with anger. People often feel the need to respond when a response isn't even required. It's a habit. I like to ask myself this before I say anything in a critical situation. Is it kind? Is it true? And is it necessary? And here's another favorite quote. If you are patient in one moment of anger, you will escape hundred days of sorrow. This is actually a Chinese proverb. Everyone, please stay tuned. We'll be back in a moment. A woman's empowerment, confidence, and self-esteem plummet after divorce. There can be feelings of, I don't know who I am, or how can I survive this? As a divorce and empowerment coach of her self-expression, I am passionate about helping women conquer these negative thoughts and feelings by providing information and guiding them into action. 
I'm Beverly Price, and I've helped hundreds of women through being stuck in pain and fog go on to a new and exciting life where they thrive. Whether you are contemplating the divorce, in the process of divorce, recently divorced, or divorced long ago, whether you initiated the divorce or he did, you can move through the process onto a life of confidence, worth, and joy without the fear of repeating past mistakes. If that sounds interesting to you, let's talk. Go to HerSelfExpression.com, click on the button at the top of the homepage, and request your divorce breakthrough session. As you talk with me, you will discover a solution made just for you to move through the process and pass the emotions from your divorce on to the incredible next chapter of your life. And now back to the show. And we're back. How can one increase the odds of a successful outcome? And how exactly can one develop the right mindset? Here are really three rules to follow when pursuing a successful conflict resolution. First, relax and let go. Divorcing spouses need to find peace within themselves before attempting to negotiate a settlement. There are numerous ways to help move through the emotional stages efficiently. Divorce coaching is one, mediation, yoga, relaxation, exercise, meditation, and counseling are all good practices. The simple act of deep breathing several times per day can make a tremendous difference in how we handle tension and stress. The second, think about the other. Think about their child within. In any disagreement or negotiation, I have found that attempting to understand how the other party thinks and the underlying reasons why can really help reduce conflict. Allow yourself to consider the other party as they were as a small child and how he was raised. Was his life filled with love and stability or was it full of childhood trauma? Was there abuse? Did his parents nurture him and teach him to treat people fairly or grow up with tension or even abuse? Did his father role model a healthy husband's role. What would you say to that child? Open up to the world of possibilities by showing compassion and empathy rather than staying tightly gripped to preconceived notions and resentment. And I understand this will be hard for some, but it is possible. The third point is find the common bonds. Find something that you can agree on, even if it's something very small like elation over your favorite sports team winning a game, your favorite time of year, or a movie or song that you both enjoy. Focus on one or two small things that you do agree on and build from there. Reaching agreements often comes from finding common ground in overlooked places. They don't attempt to force their will on the other. The number one rule in negotiation is to show empathy. Strong arming a negotiation might help you win a battle or two only to prolong the war. And unfortunately, this is the approach that many take. And it will result in the cost being much larger in the end than if you had found common ground early and reached an agreement you could both live with. One of the things that I think um, people lose sight of is 
if you're driving up the cost of a divorce, it's not only hurting the other person, but it's hurting you as well because there are less assets to divide. Step back and consider your higher echelons. Who or what is prompting you to stay in conflict? Is it your ego not wanting to show weakness? Is it anger, denial, or bitterness? Is it fear or insecurity? Or perhaps is it your centers of influence, such as your friends, family, or litigator? Without question, the best outcomes are realized by those with a positive and cooperative mindset. One divorce case was settled in a manner that allowed them to both move forward without further conflict or uncertainty. This was possible because the husband didn't become angry or resentful over his wife's request for information. It was also possible because once numbers were confirmed, the wife was agreeable to move on forward without bitterness. Success requires emotional maturity, and sometimes this is difficult during a divorce. We tend to revert to that angry child. But it also, success also requires a willingness to cooperate. Consider what emotional stage you're in and where you might get stuck. Learn from the mistakes and the successes of others. Feel the freedom of letting go. When it feels like you have nothing else to lose, let it all go. Let go of the pain and hurt, the should've, would've, could'ves that take over. These negative emotions are like a lead balloon that keeps you tethered to trauma. Shift your mindset to openness. Shift it positively. The more you practice opening yourself to healing, your mind will start to believe that you no longer have ill will for any transgressions in your past relationships. The freedom of letting go of those unhealthy emotions will help you breathe normally again. Another tool used in this case is an inventory of your resentments and how you have them and what your part in those resentments is. Now, here's another thought. Realize that you can only control your reactions. In a divorce, there are so few things that you can control. And the reality of the situation is that you can only control your reactions. When you shift your mindset positively and start to embrace that ideal, you start to feel empowered and in control, even amid chaos. And here's another technique I like to call practicing mental shifting. When going through a divorce, practicing shifting from negative to positive thinking can help you sort through and remove negative beliefs. It will take time for this to become habit, but the more you shift your thinking, the easier it will be to choose what you wish to react to. And here's an example. If you find yourself thinking negative thoughts about your ex, shift your thoughts to something else, totally different. Clean out a drawer in your kitchen, clean out a closet, read a book, call a friend and ask them how they're doing. But do you see how you shifted your mind literally to something else so it's not continuing in that same rut? Practice self-compassion and kindness. Being gentle with yourself while you are embracing this mindset is crucial. Be careful you're not entering the beating yourself up territory 
if you venture down the pact unchecked and unsupported. And then this leads to asking for help. If you are the kind of person who has a hard time asking for help, this positive mindset shift is for you. It can be hard to embrace the idea of letting someone else in right now, especially if you're reeling from a recent breakup. Getting help and getting it sooner rather than later will provide you with stability and support during this tumultuous time. I've worked with hundreds of women who have had complicated situations and have gone through the struggles and heartbreak of a divorce or multiple divorces. It takes time to heal afterward, but I want you to know you can go on. You can create a happy and fulfilled life. I have after divorce and you can too. This period in your life will be hard. I'm, I'm not trying to deny that, but you will get through it. While it may take some time before you feel whole and healthy again, be open to these positive mindset shifts and be open to getting help. Divorce coaching is a great way to help you through these mindset shifts and all your emotions. I'll help you emotionally move through the trauma of divorce so you can come to the other side with grace and ease. Remember, believe in yourself. You are braver than you think, more talented than you know, and capable of more than you imagine. This was said by Roy Bennett. Thank you for being with me on this episode of Her Self-Expression Divorce. You can find all of our episodes and show notes at HerSelfExpression.com. Please subscribe and share it with your friends. Please connect with me to learn more about divorce and empowerment coaching by going to the homepage of the website and select have a divorce breakthrough session. But most importantly, you don't have to go through all this alone. I've been through my own painful journey to get to the other side of happiness and fulfillment, and I have the experience and training to guide you. No matter where you are on your journey, I'm here to help. Thank you and take care. Thank you for listening to this episode of Her Self-Expression Divorce. Through my divorce and empowerment coaching, you build self-esteem, knowledge, and emotional strength. Custom-designed, one-on-one intensive coaching programs address your individual goals and needs. I want to help women achieve their goals with permanent personal growth, knowledge, and strength, not a temporary quick fix. If this sounds interesting to you, let's talk. Go to HerSelfExpression.com and request your divorce breakthrough session. Just click on the button at the top of the homepage. As you will talk with me, you will discover that I can create a solution made just for you. You can find this episode, blog posts, resources, and more at HerSelfExpression.com. If you don't believe that you are intelligent, worthy, and beautiful now, you soon can. Take care.